the Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. My name is Scott Narver. I am Steve Sears. I'm Breck and L. And you might also be listening to it on iTunes. I hope you're listening to it on iTunes. You don't it's, care for Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, I just can't understand it. Streaming through <laughs> the website doesn't yeah. make any sense to Yeah, you. I need to subscribe and rate something in order to enjoy it. It's true. It's true. We had cheeseburgers today, and he went back and gave them a little <laughs> ticket with his, uh, with his votes on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you went to rallies and filled out a card saying, hey, yeah. three stars. There was some stringy thing in my meat. There was a stringy onion skin that I didn't care for. That wasn't an onion skin, no especially with the fact that you found it embedded into your burger patty. As you can tell, we're professional yeah. wrestling fans <laughs> and comedians living in Hollywood, yes. and we love wrestling. We talk about it every week. That's what we do on the show. And there is so much stuff that has happened this week, guys. We went to events. We saw it on TV. It's everywhere. We were at an arena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in a very desolate part of California. <laughs> Where was that? Ontario, California. When uh, Scott was saying that he was buying his tickets, I was like, man, this is finally my chance to see some wrestling in Canada. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Turned out it was California. It was really... I it could it could have been Canada, it really. Been. Lovely uh, Ontario, California. The the local bar or the place that stayed open after the event, uh, well into the evening, oh, was real, a yeah, real TGI Fridays. Oh, I thought it was Ticket Fridays. Uh, it, well, I guess you call it what you want, but it's just weird. I don't know that Fridays usually Fridays. stay open that late, <laughs> but that Fridays was going to be open till the bitter end. Oh, well, they they because they have the bar. They generally stay open uh, very late. Yeah, a lot of times I think TGI Fridays sort of turns into a happening night spot. I don't know. I think they close at like midnight or one. Uh, they do close around one. Yeah. yeah, that's when the party ends at TGI Friday. But not this one. This party was going. This party was going to go way on past oh, that. Yeah. Oh, we left uh, getting close to one, didn't we? The reason we're talking about this TGI Friday so much is because we're teasing what's going to happen later yeah. on the show when we talk about the TNA House yeah, show. You Definitely. Should, gotta, this, uh, this TGI Friday is just a tasty preview. Oh. I say? You might consider it the Oreo pie. That thing was disgusting. Well, are we talking enjoyed. about the sexual maneuver or are we talking about the, the dessert? The dessert you enjoyed by yeah. over there. Uh, guys, we all split it. Anyway, I took a bite. Uh, so did I. Speaking of uh, taking a bite, the Maybe top Scott. three superstars in professional wrestling have taken a bite in the arm. This is yeah. true. Because left arms are getting injured left and right. And left. Left and left. Left and left. Left and yeah. left. Yeah. Left and left. <laughs> John Cena's left arm has been taken out by Brock Lesnar and John Laurinaitis. Yes. Triple H's left arm has been taken out by Brock Lesnar. Yes. And Sheamus's left arm has been taken out by Daniel Bryan. And look out CM Punk, your left arm is, is it's being got, targeted. It's got, a, it's got a bullseye yeah. on it. Yeah. Left arm's got a bullseye. By Daniel on Bryan. It. Yeah. Left arms are being demolished. So well, like does that mean somebody higher up in the company hurt their left arm and now they're just it's a trickle down rage yeah, yeah. effect? P- writers write what they know. So yeah. if <laughs> one of the writers injured their left arm, then a they're going to try to add realism to their writing by writing something that they're experiencing themselves. You know what? This make, it makes me concerned because mm-hmm. you're left-handed. Uh, well, at times, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm, I'm ambidextrous. Am, called yeah. ambidextrous. See, I use both hands right he, there. He used both yeah. hands when he said that. He but did. I'm worried about. Wait, them. are any of you guys left-handed? No, I'm no. not. Do you guys know anybody who's left-handed? Yes. I, yeah. Uh, listener of the show, Tate. Ah, Tate. Mm-hmm. Tate. Listener. He's a devil lefty. He's a uh, he's a he's a lawyer, isn't he's, he? He just went back right now to listen to this part of it by clicking left on a uh, on a mouse. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, Don't get fired, Tate. Well, uh, my my concern is all these guys uh, now can enjoy the stranger while on the road. 
Oh, well, that's I'm sure got, they're doing okay. I understand. Hey, that, if you say the stranger, I'm sure you're not talking about the Albert Camus novel, The Stranger. You're talking about no, or the Billy about... Joel album, The Stranger, <laughs> <No>. or the uh, <laughs> Seattle Weekly free newspaper, The Stranger. Uh-uh. I'm talking about the left-handed jerk. Uh-huh. When you're a little tired on the road and you're just, you know, you're going through life and it's just boring, mundane stuff. And are then you, you got to con- switch things up a little bit because you have that routine. Are you, you considering this with the, the sitting on the left hand and then it's numb and then it doesn't feel like you're jacking off? It feels like literally <laughs> a dead hand is jacking you off. <laughs> no, I hadn't kept that in mind, but I guess that could maybe that's the benefit now. Because I the, think the pain that they go through. With the stranger is like it's literally it's either I don't know what I'm doing. Or what is this dead hand doing? I think that's those are your two options. Well, that's my concern for John Cena, Triple H, and Sheamus. That they they can't derive that enjoyment anymore. Uh, See, that is a, that's someone who cares about wrestlers on the road. That it's is, gonna drive yeah. them to drink <laughs> with their good right hand. <laughs> well, but there's it's been known that uh, at the Mayweather fight, Triple H showed up. Yeah, he was in his entourage. Did you see him from your seats, Brett? Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I saw was, him in the four hundreds. Uh, I was in Cato's corner. Oh, corner. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw them from across the ring. There was quite an entourage over there. Oh, who came out? <laughs> that makes me wonder. Who came out with Cato? Uh, myself, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Uh, oh, not Paul Rubens. He was in, no, he he was was in Pee Wee Herman. Herman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> He was out there. Yeah. And uh, the urn that held the ashes of Captain Lou Albano was with us. Wow. Wow. Ooh. I'm always On surprised. a rubber band, too, right? Uh, rubber band. Yeah. I'm always yeah. surprised with the entourage for boxing. I mean, uh, Mayweather had Triple H, Justin Bieber, Lil Wayne, as you said. Yeah, 50 yeah. Cent. 50, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, Triple H did not have anything on his arm, right? He wasn't in his bionic cast. Well, can we... Uh, I'm ready to break some news on something right now because I we were talking about it earlier. I think our listeners should know that I'm ready to reveal a maybe a curtain jerks uh, exclusive sort of maybe controversy that we may be seeing right now. Oh, oh. so we're gonna. Uh, is, are you sure this is the right time? I think so. All right. I, we, if we had theme music for it, it'd be great. Oh, I, I think curtain you mean jerks controversies. This theme music right here. Yes, that's, that's pretty, what it is. Sounds pretty good, huh? All right, so two. <laughs> there's of, not going to be anything. Yeah, there. there's not going to be anything there. There's two no, of those. No our, our producer Phil Rand is going to listen and go, "Fuck that! I'm not making music." <laughs> I would like no it if he just said, "Fuck that," where the, it was supposed to be. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> uh, two of those people with the injured left arms, both of their arms were injured by Brock Lesnar. Oh. All right. So after the Cena arm breaking moment, which he's still somewhat selling, but you know he thought he was going to take well, some time off. Arm twist and arm wrench. The uh, rumor had it. That after that match at Extreme Rules, Cena was supposed to get taken out on a stretcher. And then instead of doing that, he waved off the stretcher and then cut a promo about how he's probably going to have to take some time off. And then all these guys do a great job. And, and then the walked Chicago out under his own park. Yeah. the best fans. And then ch- immediately started showing up Chicago on Raw, uh, even getting wrestled and having to get his arm re-injured by Laurinaitis. Yes. Uh, and now Triple H, who six days ago had his arm broken by uh, Brock Lesnar, shows up in Las Vegas having the time of his life with his wife in the uh, entourage of Mayweather, not really selling that arm injury. So I do think that this is the controversy part. Do you think that Cena and Triple H and possibly people in WWE are purposely trying to have Lesnar not look as strong by all this stuff? Well, I think we had a certain we had I heard the machine there, which is the automatic curtain jerks commuter computer commuter yeah. commuter. Yeah, yeah, it, it spits that, out ticker tape. Yeah, that tells us 
the truth. Oh, can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. So it, the ticker tape is on Scott's uh, side. It's so. on my armrest. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have him just tear off the ticker tape. All and right. See what it uh, what's the verdict? Uh, all right. It says here, Brock Lesnar is not a sham, but Zack Ryder is... Does it rhyme? I can't oh, remember. Oh, and then it, it has the lucky numbers. Wait, 4, 9, 13, So there's 12. a period after is. Yeah, it's Brock Lesnar is Wait not a, a sham. Zack Ryder is. Period. What were those numbers again? Four, nine, nineteen, and twelve. Oh my God! Is that from Lost? No, oh, that's shit. four, eight, uh, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. All right, I'm a Lost fan. You've lost everybody. Listening. <laughs> no, but in I, bed. I think there is a. I I, th- I honestly believe it. I think there's a controversy. I think guys, one, let's call Triple H. You, you, that's that'll get right to the point. All right, let's just let's call him it. up right now. Let's just see what's going on. All right, I'll get the phone out. Get the dialing. Mm-hmm. Good. There you go. Here we go. It's ringing. Hello? Hello? Triple H? Hello? Does he think his ringtone is still going? Yeah. Is this all? Hello? Triple H? Triple H? Who is this? Uh, it's Brett and Scott from Curtain Jerk. Yeah, and Steve's. And, Steve's yeah. here, too. <laughs> Steve went to the bathroom. Oh. Oh. oh, God. What are you guys doing calling me? Uh, Well, you told us we could call you anytime if we wanted to talk to you about stuff. Anytime, yeah. huh? Yeah, well, I'm just uh, rehabbing my arm here in, uh, in Sanford, so... Sanford. Oh, so your arm is broken in multiple places. Uh, several spots. Which and, hand are you holding the phone with? Uh, I don't fucking know which... And I'm, uh, which it's hand? On the, it's on, it's on the pillow when I'm laying down. No, oh, and you're rehabbing? Y- yes. Now, I heard from Michael Cole's mouth himself that you have a, <laughs> what? a complicated <laughs> well, I'm injury. I'm sorry, you, you heard what? On Monday Night Raw, Michael Cole reported that you, you have a very complicated injury that requires, like, almost like a robotic cast. That's true, but I have to admit, I'm a little perplexed by what you just said about <laughs> Michael Cole's mouth. Yeah, you heard it from his mouth. Yeah, he said I've never it. heard that before. That's that's much like you're jacking someone in the mouth. Calling back to that. It's I've never just heard it phrased that you way. You know, before. I can't be held responsible <laughs> that you guys aren't very worldly. Well look, uh, I, well, I think Brad, I think I understand what you were yeah. saying. I think I can understand it. Uh, okay. So well, then answer it. Yeah. I have a robot arm. Oh, and that wasn't a hindrance at all with your lovely weekend getaway in Las Vegas. It's kind of like what we're doing with Ryback right now. It's a it's a metal metallic exoskeleton with a cybernetic tissue growing on top of it. So uh, your arm's kind of like the Terminator. Yes, my arm is the Terminator. It was sent back in time. To so it's skin covering metal is what it is. So it yes, is. Yes. Uh, so it would appear like you're not wearing any kind of a cast at all, and that your arm's fine. I'm not wearing any kind of cast at all. But really, your arm was severed, what, at the shoulder, and it's been replaced by a Terminator arm. Brock Lesnar is the real deal. Wait a second. Did you go to Universal Studios and take the Terminator 2 arm prop and then cut off your own arm and replace it with that? This phone call is over. Oh, boy. He's a terrible liar. Yeah, yeah, he Triple sure H is. Triple H is a terrible liar. Hey, guys, I'm back. Li- hey, I was just thinking about Terminator 2. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes. Yeah. It's good. Um, Grace well, Dyson, she's going to blow him away. <laughs> uh, the no wo- fate but what we make. Triple H had mentioned Ryback, and I thought this was very uh, intriguing, that Ryback's theme song is on iTunes, 
and the title of it is Meat. Oh, like meet. like meeting someone at a train station? Oh, no. Oh, you mean like bludgeoning someone to death at a train station, meeting them. <laughs> yep. Uh, like what Rocky Balboa punches on his off time. Uh, <laughs> Talia Shire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> meat. Uh, but How does he always it go? Says, How does it go? Uh, I don't know. Meat. 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 Give me some meat. Well, he always says, feed me after he's done. So. And feed the machine. He says that, too. I like yeah. that. I think that's a cool thing to say. That would be the name of the song is what I call it. Feed the machine or uh, feed me, not meat. Feed the meat sheen. <laughs> well, that just sounds like the gloss that's on, you know, meat that you get from the store. Hey, did I tell you guys I got a $2 steak the other day? No. Well... That's about the entirety of the story. That's what Ryback reminded me of. In case you fans were wondering, Steve is currently naming the theme songs on iTunes for <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Did I tell you I got meat the other day at the Butchers? Yeah, all right. Uh, Brett, you, you were talking earlier about the tag teams and that there was a poll on WWE.com. Yes. Uh, my frustration for the tag team division uh, holds no bounds. But WWE.com is releasing a poll Monday to name new WWE Tag Team Champions R-Truth and Kofi Kingston. The options included in the voting are Ooh, Air let's Truth. If, let's see if we got a good one to vote on here. Okay. Right, Air Truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kaboom. R-Boom. Mm-hmm. Truth in Paradise. Ooh. And Air Jimmy. There is no option for none of the above or a write-in vote. You know... Uh, Air Jimmy, I always thought, was when you were done with a condom and you tied it off and then threw it across the room into the garbage. You always thought that, but now you were proven wrong yeah. that it's a tag team name. And now it's a tag team name. I gotta be honest, I don't care for any of these names. I don't care for them either. I like Truth in Paradise. but I don't care for you. I don't care for you liking that name. Hold on, I'm what just saying that? that when you're on vacation, everything feels to be uh, you know a little bit more straightforward, honest. Mm. Unless you're lying to yourself. Well, I think you're lying to yourself. I think it's a terrible name, and I think we could come up with three better names right now. All right. I got one. Yeah. Smokey and the Blunted. Oh. <laughs> good, good, good. All right. Uh, I have two. Uh, Ooh, Air okay. Joke, I think, would be a good one. Okay. Or uh, Evan's Tears. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I think, how that's about what this? they thrive off of, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. Ebony and Ebony. <laughs> and then it would just be, uh, what was the song? Uh, was it Sinatra and... Uh, Stevie Wonder. And Stevie Wonder? Why did you go, Why did you move your hands back and forth over your dick? That's how I think. Okay. It would just be Stevie Wonder with all the Frank Sinatra bits edited out. <laughs> Good. So the E&E connection? Yeah. The E&E connection. That sounds pretty cool. Thanks. All right. So that's the... There you go, WWE. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Put those oh, in on Ebony there. Express. Because <laughs> they move so quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Black off. Thunders. <laughs> Uh, what was also very exciting lately on Raw was uh, Paul Heyman showed up. Yeah. Yes, Sign a check cool. and Watson bounce. Paul Heyman's back. There yeah. you go. Good How, to have him back in there. Guys, I didn't see this. How was his hair? Uh, uh, he didn't have a hat on. Yeah, no, that's but he why. Looked, Paul Heyman looked really well. For yeah, yeah, he sure did. Not seeing him in 10 years. Like, the guy aged, uh, he's looking fine. Does he look healthy? He, he looks, looks healthy. Yeah, he looks I can't like lose Paul Heyman. I got to keep Paul Heyman in my life. By not watching him on TV. By not watching him on TV. Looks like they must have bought him a nice new suit for mm-hmm. him to get out there with and stuff. So I'm, I'm happy I, for him. I think he probably brought his own suit with him. 
It was great. They they say uh, Brock's not gonna be here. It's his legal representation, but they already played uh, Brock's music, and then the crowd's going nuts for an uncomfortably they, long time. Yeah, you think you're gonna mm-hmm. see Brock if you're in the crowd, and it's like, oh man, they're just gonna bring out some local community theater actor who sucks, and uh, you know, not gonna get beat up or anything, and he's gonna read from a list, and it's like, man, it'd be really cool if they brought out Paul Heyman. Nah, it's not gonna happen. And you're just waiting, and then Heyman struts out. Yeah. It doesn't. He doesn't even come out to the Polly Dangerously theme. No, it was to Brock's music. Yeah. Whoa. Part of the team, huh? And by that you mean ECW's theme? What'd I say? Polly Dangerous' theme. But isn't that also his theme? Polly Dangerous' theme. Polly Dangerous' theme. Is it Polly Dangerous? Guys, enunciate. We're on the radio. <laughs> I'm swallowing my teeth. Do you mind? <laughs> EC Dub. EC Dub. EC Dub. So I was I was thrilled to see Paul Heyman back. Yeah, it was the, great. I oh. think it's been great lately. There's all these little surprises. Brock's coming back, breaking arms. Paul Heyman showing up. What's in store next? Who's gonna be next? And and uh, Brock's entourage. Is Sandman. There, is there any word on Heyman being in any sort of creative capacity, or is he just some shill for the, the writing machine? News story <laughs> that I saw said that he actually got hired around the same time that Lesnar did. Well, I oh. hope that his left yeah. arm's gonna be okay. Uh oh, look out, Paul Heyman's left arm. <laughs> oh, what side? What, what side was he holding the mic with? Is he left-handed? Right, right arm. All right, that's right. Scott is yeah. was also trained as a sniper. Hey, sp- speaking of holding the mic in a very unusual way, Brett, did you see SmackDown? I know you didn't, Steve. I so did, no yes. Uh, I, Thanks for telling everybody I don't ever watch wrestling. Hey, no problem. <laughs> I, in fact, I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Damian Sandow's pseudo-ring debut. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Tell me what happened. Well, he comes out. It's a super smart guy. You know, he's a brainiac. He cuts those monologues that are way too long. Yeah. Cuts, I, I, he didn't cut a promo. He cut a fucking monologue. And it's filled with Mensa words. Yeah, it is. And then uh, he's got his little robe. He's got, like, the Bob Backlund robe and all yeah, that. Yeah, with the, the towel. towel. It's a very old school look. Yeah. And he holds the microphone like a... like uh, a Brandy snifter. Yeah, it's yeah. great. He holds... I've never seen anybody hold it like oh, that Oh, through before. between the uh, the two mm-hmm. uh, butt fingers. Those ones in the center. Yeah, like, the he's, butt fingers. like he's doing the, uh, the Vulcan uh, maneuver. Yeah. Live long and prosper. 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 <laughs> and he refused to wrestle Derek Bateman because he was like, this. he's a heathen, he's an idiot, and he would be wasting his time. And then he decimated it. him with a mind submission? No, well, he just left. He just comes to the apron, talks uh, shit on him, and then leaves. Like, that was his in-ring debut. <laughs> wow. And then Ryback came and destroyed him. And uh, ate some uh, meat. Bateman, not not uh, Sandow. Yeah, it was... Jeez, wow, they're really... <laughs> The jobbers really have a tough job to do, huh, they guys? They do. They yeah. do. I like that. I, I like Damian Sandow a lot. I'm looking forward to seeing him actually do something. Um, I, wouldn't it be great if he submitted people with his mind, like Lex Luthor? Like he just could convince people <laughs> to kill themselves? That would be terrible. Yeah. That wouldn't be cool at all. That's too far. You know what was really cool? Going to Ontario and seeing TNA live. Yeah, yeah. California. That was Ontario, California. Yeah. That was a great show. I, yeah, I think that, was, that is yeah. the most merchandise I've ever seen uh, you buy at, a, at an event, Scott. Well, because I, I got a deal. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're, I'm we'll jumping do a the full, gun. I'm so excited. We'll do a full rundown of the show because uh, we, 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 were, we tweeted during the show, which mm-hmm. thanks to PW Torch for uh, posting that uh, our tweets in a news story and giving us the rundown. So thanks to them. Uh, but the opening match. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let's start at the beginning. Don't forget to mention the three hours of traffic it it took to get there. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And uh, Brett had said on the drive there, if we see a Toys R Us, we have we to stop. Have to stop. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, this is also when I found out that Brett never takes the 10 to Las Vegas. 
which is yeah. a common route for in Los Angeles to get me last. I disagree. Don't do it. I don't. I don't take it either. I take the two fifteen. You know what, guys? Maybe I'm the only person who takes the 10 to Las Vegas. I think you I are. Agree. That's why I always sit in traffic. I agree. So, uh, Don West was there uh, greeting the fans, throwing out free merchandise to start. Um, and then Jeremy Borash came out and greeted the fans and then kicked off the show. And the opening match. Curtain jerk match. The curtain jerker, yes, indeed, uh, was the Pope D'Angelo De Niro. Who hasn't been on TV in weeks, by yeah. the way. Well, because he's busy uh, being in The Dark Knight Rises. Well, there you go. No. Uh, versus Gunner. Gunner. This was an awesome match. It was. It was a great match to start. I mean, I'm not just saying that because I was fucking just wasted by the time we got there. (laughs) It was. He was drunk. But uh, they they had a great lengthy match. Like, I hadn't really seen Gunner wrestle that full uh, match in ever. And they, I thought they held their own. I thought it was a really fun match to start things off. And he's a monster. I always, like, on TV, it doesn't do him justice. When you see him live, he is just ripped he's huge yeah he's yeah, a big, he's a big dude guy. he's yeah. scary uh so that was a very fun match then the next match was Tara with some rather large guy oh, oh he was, was an audience guy that won whatever some sort of a fan appreciation thing yeah oh, he got okay. to go around back and then come through the curtain so all him. the fans appreciated that guy enough that he could come out with well Tara. i guess they assumed he if was anything, cheering i the think they turned the entire audience against him because he got to hang out with Tara and i didn't yeah, that True. was that was a bummer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of that. But uh, so Tara came out with that guy, and then uh, went against Winter. It was a nice Divas match too. They were whoa, 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 good. whoa! Knockout match. Whoa, Brent. knockout, oh, buddy! I knockout. apologize. I and Earl Hebner was there, and he's got a, a heel T-shirt. And Earl it, Hebner has a T-shirt. Yeah, in that was fairness to me. They were both WWE Divas at one point. <laughs> in fairness Wait, to Winter? them, let's call huh? them. By Winter the co- was Katie Lee Burchill. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. She was a pirate sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. I didn't mean to derail you. No, guys. no, no. It blew, it blew my mind, Brett. It's yeah. okay. It blew my mind. Okay. But, uh, Hebner... but I feel like divas is a derogatory term. Calling them knockouts really lets you know think about their TNA. Wait. And at TNA. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a derogatory term? <laughs> I don't think so. We saw their outfits. They want us to look, guys. Calling them knockouts really makes you think about their TNA. Yeah, that's that's what I said. And also them being at TNA. Okay, I see. Yeah. So Hebner had a shirt. What was the shirt? What did it say? Uh, it said, damn right I did it. Yeah, and reference to screwing Bret Hart. Yeah. The best part was that he, he took off his ref shirt to wear his his shirt, mm-hmm. which is like a quasi-ref shirt, but it, it doesn't go all the way around. Like, mm-hmm. it stops. Yeah, like the, the, the zebra stripes stop at a certain point. It's like it's just printed in the middle of the shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not nitpicking. It's a clever shirt. I'm glad he's getting shirts They were only selling of... it for $10, so they probably yeah. wanted to save on the ink. Well, he's probably selling them for, what, 15 or less? Uh, I don't know, but it's great that it came out 13 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. We're 14, 15 years later. But that was a really great match. Solid women wrestling. Mm-hmm. It wasn't models that were just trying to, you know, move around and hurt each other. And uh, Winter the whole time kept trying to kiss Earl Hepner. It was so gross and hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, following that was uh, Robbie E., Versus Mr. Anderson. Oh, wait. We should say uh, Gunner won the first match. Yeah, yeah. Gunner beat the Pope in a, in a crossbody that was uh, flipped over. Spoiler. And, yep, spoiler. <laughs> From the house show. Yes, you're buying the bootleg. <laughs> uh, and then Tara won uh, against Winter with the Widow's Peak. And then she kissed Earl Hepner. Mm-hmm. Gross. And then, so yes, uh, Robbie. And she e. also didn't throw her shirt to me. And I was screaming at her. I was just, <laughs> he, just. He was embarrassing all of us how he was screaming, too. <laughs> I'm bringing flowers next time. It was a real, it was such she a high pitched scream. Me. It was almost like a 
like a jackal or something. <laughs> yeah, I have a pinhole. A jackal giving I, birth. Yeah. I have a pinhole in the side of my throat so I can get more wind in. Oh, <laughs> Makes sense. So Robbie E. versus <laughs> Mr. Anderson was next. And Robbie E., I never really watched the guy. I always fast forward through him on mm-hmm. impact. I was not very interested. He's funny. Is he? I don't know. Maybe it was because I had been drinking. Just like Anderson. <laughs> heavily. He was drinking heavily. Uh, so, yeah, he did a little shtick of like, hey, everybody want to see me pump my fist in the air? All right. Yeah. And then so he danced. And then he Anderson asked, came out red as a beat. Red as a beat. Well, it, the sun he looked blazes like hot Fields. in Ontario, yeah. California. <laughs> was he walking around in his trunks all day? Yeah. <laughs> and then Anderson danced. And then he beat up Robbie E. Mm-hmm. It so, was Anderson won. Spoiler alert. Yeah, this one was okay. I wasn't really that into it. It didn't seem like they were all that into it either. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fine. There was nothing yeah. bad about it. It was a right. house show match. Uh, and then next up was Kurt Angle versus Jeff Hardy. Wonderful. Great match. Yeah. What, what was really exciting was uh, when Kurt Angle came out. Actually, to backtrack, what was interesting was uh, there was about, uh, what, 3,000 people there? Would you guess? Yeah, that's probably being pretty generous. I think yeah. it's about like 2,000, 3,000 uh-huh. people there. And when a lot of the songs hit, people didn't react. I think it's because a lot of people just didn't. It no, they didn't click. know the songs. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really click. Like, even in our group, like, I didn't know Gunner's song. I didn't know Winter's song. I didn't know Robbie E's song. Like, there was a lot where it's like, I don't know who this is going to be. So but the as soon as hitting, you see them. And then it's like, yeah. oh, it's that guy. Um, but Kurt Angle's song hit, and nobody reacted. His song didn't even play, but the second he came out, the crowd erupted. Just seeing him was that was I, that moment. I reacted. I, I recognized his music. Yeah, but the majority yeah. didn't yeah, because yeah. the second as that a, he came the, out. Yes. Uh, and then he genuinely broke. Like, he smiled. Like, mm-hmm. he was so happy. And he's supposed by the, to be the heel. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was it was a really nice moment to see, like, you know, hey, man, everybody loves you still. Like, oh, damn. Thanks. And getting to see him live, I think that was – that's probably – I think that's the first time I've ever seen him live. And I was like – Having watched this guy for so long, this is it was really cool. I think that really made the sh- entire show for me was getting to see him me perform too, me too. live. And, and so I, cool. we should probably be more specific to some of our listeners that may have never been to a house show before. Kurt Angle wrestled in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wrestled against Katie Lee Virtual. Um, well, house she shows was the sister are, are of a pirate. <laughs> the live events with probably maybe an eighth of the budget that they would put up if they wanted to be on TV. So yeah, the guys are coming out of. A literal black curtain there there's no uh tv screens or anything projecting their image or any sort of a uh wrestling package or anything like that they just come out of a curtain yes all of yeah. you uh wrestling girlfriends uh of, of you know your yeah. boyfriend's a fan and you're listening to this like i all... guess i'll understand his, his desire by listening to this podcast yeah, all 67 of you yeah <laughs> and literally just uh a row of hot lights on each side that's Those it like so fucking hot man. most of the uh most of the lights were off half the arena was a lot of spotlights. Uh, I think yeah. I I think I prefer that sometimes. I like it's sort fun. of that yeah. house show feel. Like I I just wish it was almost a little bit smokier. I wish there was people smoking cigarettes everywhere just to have that sort of weird what? kind of uh, Thai deathmatch feel. You know? Yeah, they go to Thailand. <laughs> Angle and and Hardy, I think, were smiling and having fun that entire match too because. In a way, Hardy was the heel of that match because the crowd was way louder for Angle, yeah. and they were so not used to that that they were both enjoying how how weird it was. That was a great match. Yeah, Jeff Hardy awesome. won that match clean with the Swanton Bomb, yeah. mm-hmm. and that led us into the intermission, which was really long. 
It was really long. Well, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. Because Don West had some great deals. He yes, sure he did. did. Yes, he did. Uh, Don West was uh, having his patented uh, deals that he was throwing out left and right. He had a deal that uh, was for $30. You got a T-shirt, a grab bag of four DVDs, an action figure, and a program. The DVDs were Splash, Summer Rental, <laughs> Summer School, the, and the first Tron. <laughs> which I love three of those four movies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say which, but Summer <laughs> Rental is the best one. Uh, and Splash is pretty rough. Yeah, Splash is pretty rough. That's the one I don't like. Fuck uh, you, Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Make something of yourself. Uh, was hot I, I couldn't pass up on this deal. I immediately left and I went and got the deal. And I was very happy with the DVDs. I got a t shirt and got a program. And I got a very scary looking Jeff Jarrett figure that looks like uh, Jeff Jarrett's grandma. This is true. Uh, the the she no is yelling with no teeth. He's got Muppet mouth. I was going to buy that myself, but they told me that I could not pick the figure, which I, there was only one figure there I specifically wanted. So, so. which figure did you buy individually and I, take out of the package and keep in your front pants pocket? Uh, Raven. This is true. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Throughout the match, we would be watching it, and Brett would sort of just dance the figure in front of my line of vision and then take it away. <laughs> like a creepy flasher in a mall, just like busting it out. Like, yeah. uh, but so that Raven was happening. Raven is welcome to the collection. <laughs> Terror- uh, I don't know. I think a lot of those other wrestling action figures might not have an issue with uh, Raven. They could. They could. Terror was, Terror was signing autographs at the merchandise booth. As and a as, flesh-colored top. It was very distracting. <laughs> uh, as well as uh, both Brian and Earl Hebner were signing stuff as well. And flesh-colored tops. It was very distracting. <laughs> so that was really cool. It was very fan-friendly. You could go talk to Don West during the intermission as well, uh, what he's up by ringside. And uh, very f- just really laid-back, fan-friendly atmosphere, which was really cool. And then we came back from intermission with the t- TNA Tag Team Championship match with uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian versus the tag champs Magnus and Samoa Joe. Both of them coming out to BC Boys songs, right? Uh, was that just no, that was just Daniels and Kaz because yeah. they're California guys, and so they grew up on Beastie Boys. Like, yeah. Uh, because the Beastie Boy died that day. Yeah. yeah. MCA. <laughs> uh, but that was a great fucking that was match. Awesome. That was great. That match was killer. I really love how these guys work. You know, regardless of whether the cameras are on them or anything like that. They just knew to have a good time and really put on a great show. Uh, And then following that uh, was Rob Van Dam with his band Cushionator uh, there playing his song. Uh, 12-string bass. (laughs) Going up against the... No, that's how many lines you need to catch the fish. 12-string bass is what the guy was playing. Got it. Uh, Was going up against uh, the world champion Bobby Roode, which was supposed to be a title fight. But yeah. Bobby Roode decided for it to not be, and that counts. So then it wasn't a title match anymore. No. It really showed me how good of a heel Bobby Roode could be if the writing on that show was better. I you don't even I mean? know if it was the writing. If he just he was just given the time to talk he, and he, just yeah, piss on everybody and did a great job. He was able to work the crowd really well as a heel that he never gets that point across on the show because they always have him cutting awful promos all the time you know so Brett, your main problem like, with bobby Roode is is attire yeah don't uh, yeah, i do have a problem come on, Brett. Come come on problem. Brett. lay it out there for everybody yeah, that was the best part is we're at yeah. the, we're at we're at the we're at the arena and brett throws down his handkerchief in disgust and he's like yeah. man he's a great heel but i just wish he had some more suits yeah if you're a the world heavyweight <laughs> champion you can't cycle through three suits uh, on you know you're wearing the same suit twice a month on a TV show. It's I, awful. I suggested that he wears the same shirt. He switches the shirts that he gets 
with his suits. Because you know, if you get a suit, yeah. you get it like a purple shirt. Yeah, he, you he could, could put that purple to, shirt with a different. He suit. could go to the Hollywood suit warehouse and probably get three more shirt and tie. He's in Ontario. For you know how far that is. <laughs> Three hours of traffic. A three-hour drive there, three-hour back. It's just frustrating. Michael Cole doesn't <laughs> even wear the same suit every week. and He doesn't dress himself. World champion of TNA wears the same suits all the time. Man, I love I that wish, it bothers you. I wish Michael Cole was put in some sort of plastic suit that was completely encased. Like, you know those, like, movable uh, uh, hot tub suits that you can wear and walk around in? And it was just filled with human waste. All right. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. So that was a pretty good match. Uh, yeah. I, for me, the the match of the night was a tag team match. I love that a lot. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. And then the post show. Uh, now, you know, another thing I don't like about Michael Cole. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, the post show was the meet and greet. Uh, they said to all the fans, like, if you want to stick around, your entire group can go into the ring for twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. If you have six people, if you have two people, if you're one person, <laughs> surprising. If you're a wrestling fan and just show up to a show by yourself, 20 bucks. Come into the ring, take a photo with Rob Van Dam. They said a historic wrestling legend, and then it was Rob Van Dam. Yeah, but yeah. all of our guesses were thrown around, and we we were hoping that it was going to be HH or, or uh, Flair. RF. RF, HH. Or SB. IS. But what a cool opportunity that uh, <laughs> CD. Two out of three of us were so excited, and the other one ran out of the building. Yeah. That we thought we have to go into the ring. Yeah. Pay $20 to get into the ring. We have to. Yeah. As lifelong wrestling fans, I can honestly say I've never set foot in a professional wrestling ring before. Neither had I. So we, Brett and I went in mm-hmm. and uh, we saw one fan try and take a bump. That was yeah. great. And then walked out stumbling and kind of hurt. Yeah. He hurt, he hurt his head, idiot. Uh, but that was really cool. Again, more fan-friendly interaction. Mm-hmm. And you got to you know, see RBD, get a photo, be in the ring. Jeremy Borsch was there. We talked to him, too. But just a really a fun, fun event. Yeah, yeah, great. great. I highly recommend going to these shows. Uh, any TNA show or just house shows? Uh, well, any show, but the house shows are especially fun. House shows are a blast. You had been talking about how great, uh, how you've been hearing about TNA house shows for the last year. Yeah, I've, he- I've heard that they're fantastic, and I was so glad I finally got to go. Yeah. Uh, I think it is time for Jerk Tweets. Jerk Tweets. Uh, all right. So first one here at M rush asks, if Vince McMahon were to die, do you think it would be mentioned on major sports networks like ESPN? Absolutely not. (laughs) You don't think so? No, I think, I think it would be on all the mainstream news as well. I think it would be huge. They would love to talk about it. See, I don't think Vince McMahon's going to die. Well, so it'll never be mentioned. He can't die. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a contract with Shane where as soon as he does die, they have to bring Shane in and, like, force him to work out and shave his head and give, alter him to become the new Vince McMahon. <laughs> I think it'd be a huge thing because, yeah, I mean, he's friends with a lot of mainstream Immortals? people. Oh, yeah, no. if somehow this immortal were to die, yeah. then, yes, it'd be huge. Mm-hmm. And well, Another would immortal would have to uh, take his head off of his shoulders. That's the only <laughs> way he could truly die. only be a few dozen, apparently, mm-hmm. if those movies have told me anything. <laughs> At MXW Chronics uh, asks... How hard is it to get John Morrison to take his shirt off? I think, Brett, you know this yeah, one Brett, better than anybody else. Yeah, Brett, I think you're probably else. the one who could probably get <sighs> his shirt the off. The how many question, drinks? The better question would be how hard is it to get him to put his shirt on? I Ooh. Think. Ooh. How hard is it? How hard there. is it? No. Uh, you know. He's... I imagine he's pretty strong, so if you were like, put this on. You put this like, <laughs> no, no, I am not going <laughs> to And then he parkours around the room like, get, get, get back down here. His mother must have had a hell of a time. <laughs> To get, get down from there. To get those scenes <laughs> in the video, he had to put his take his shirt on and off probably 
30 times. He was fine with it every time. <laughs> did you do makeup on him, Brett? Were I you did Were not, you uh, no. oil and makeup? I was not. Yeah. Seemed like the female cast members Just would be pretty happy with that video. oil. <laughs> <laughs> At Real Mark Impact uh, says uh, he wanted us to go into the details about the Terra Winter match. Well, this is the only place you're going to find it. So we, we talked about that match. Uh, and then at Simply Neil One asks, uh, who would win in a match, the Red Rooster or the Gobbledygooker? I got to give it to Terry Taylor. I think he'll take it. You the Red Rooster. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like the disappointment from the uh, Gobbledygooker was so intense that it could probably work as some sort of tidal wave of disappointment. Now, learning who Gobbledygooker actually was, now I'm even more uh, certain that Terry Taylor would have won. Yeah, it's Chavo Classic. He yeah. was the gobbledygooker. So he was probably in his uh, early 60s at the time that he was doing that. <laughs> well, so. Is Doink going to be in there? Is he going to be the special referee? Or? Well, see, now, uh, this is what I was concerned about. Is uh, These are clearly two iconic birds going up against one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm to assume that there will be interference by Coco Beware. Sure. Uh, that Hawk from the Road Warriors would get in on this and that mm-hmm. the Freebirds would definitely uh, They'd have to run them up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with all that in mind, I think that's where Gobbledygooker would take it. All right. Because I think Russo would be booking this match in the first place. <laughs> well, I think it'd have to be a cage. It. It'd have to be in a cage. The birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a hell of a cell with a top on it. Yeah, because the birds fly. <laughs> birds can fly. <laughs> this is true. Um, Except turkeys. Brett, uh, you pull up your thing. I'm just going to mention the other. Uh, the, I'll pull uh, up my thing too. And the in the tag match, I forgot to mention that the 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 ch- champs retained, and that RVD had beat Bobby Roode in a non-title match. You say ooh like you didn't know. No, well, I was there. Well, here's breaking news, guys. This is hot off the presses Whoa. of PW Torch. Do, do, Whoa, somebody's still printing something. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin gets his own reality show. Whoa. Whoa. He's going to host his own reality game show called Redneck Island. It's going to be on Country Music Oh, they're cutting Texas off from the rest of the land. Uh Uh-oh. 10-episode series will feature Austin and 12 red, white, and blue-collared Americans out of the South. Not welcome, air truth. Yeah, (laughs) not welcome (laughs) at all. Uh, They're competing for $100,000, and uh, it's all taking place on a remote island. In Texas? Uh, mm-hmm. it, a remote is, island. Is this yeah. a, in, <laughs> Fort Worth is now uh, is now its own island. I was about to say, is this a small island on the duck pond on Broken Skull Ranch? <laughs> Austin will guide the contestants through a number of hilarious mental and physical challenges. Listen to your wife. Listen to her. Retain of, what ah, she said. Shut up. <laughs> Retain ah, it. No, now God. feel for her. Feel what she said. Long division. Oh, <laughs> Do long division. Oh, man. Drink soda. Oh, oh, come on. Drink it. Enjoy the bubbles. Oh, man, it's no taste. It's just sweetness. We have a little bit of time. Can I get to a story that we were talked about last week? But yeah, we yeah, never yeah. Got That's to. what I was hoping um, that was going to happen. Okay. This uh, is from your personal file. This right, is from right? my personal file. This is files. from the, the human relations side of Curtain Jerks. Definitely, definitely. Uh, as you know, we used to report on the Ultimate Warrior a lot because he would always he was in the news a lot. Probably, uh, you know, he's six a, seven months ago. He's a ranter. He's a ranter, and now he's ranted again. He's ranted about his relationship with Vince McMahon and the whole McMahon family. So he actually did a interview where he said that his uh, relationship with the McMahons was unique and more so than anybody else. Whenever he would go to Stanford, he didn't stay at a hotel. He just went straight out to Vince's house. Vince and Linda's home. Shane was there at the time. He was in high school. I had a big brother, little brother relationship with him. 
That's the way I would describe it. We'd switch back and forth. <laughs> I was very close to all of them. Uh, here's where it gets really interesting. Oh, okay. I remember taking long walks on the property out there with Vince. <laughs> I remember talking about that even beyond the Ultimate Warrior's time as the champion or the thing of today that years down the road that he would still be Ultimate Warrior as a persona and me as a person would still be a part of this family. Did that make any sense to you at all, that, that sentence? It sounds like if I had to decipher it through this crazy goggles I'm putting on, um, it sounds like Warrior would have long romantic walks with Vince McMahon talking about what the warrior concept would be beyond professional wrestling. Exactly. And he even sums it up by saying it was very close and very intimate. I don't think that it's like that at all today. And I don't remember anybody else being given that courtesy or allowed that openness to their family as I was back then. Oh, you know, wow. we had Vince on the line last show ta at the shareholders meeting, and we didn't bring this up. Well, to be fair, you guys were dicking around with him, making yeah. fart noises and stuff. But I would love to ask him about this. Do you see think he's going to be receptive to this? Well, I mean, I mean, if it, if Warriors just going off on another rant, then we might as well bust it on Curtinger. Right? He might be in a bad mood, though. Uh, well, let's find out. All Steve, right. why don't you dial? I'm dialing. I see that. It's ringing. Hello, Vince. Yes? Hey. Oh, no. Yeah, it's Curtain Jerks. Oh, no, I'm not part of your sitcom parody. I'm not doing this anymore. You I'm guys make me a joke. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's it's Curtain Jerks, though. We won't do the sitcom intro. Oh, yeah. no. no. We're no. back. No, no, I'm going to hang up the phone right now. No, okay, okay. No, okay. We have a legitimate question to ask you. Oh. Should we bring over two hot twins or Four hot okay. All right, screw you, gasoline. No, 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 okay. hanging right. off the phone right now. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, look, the Ultimate Warrior is in the news again. Did you hear about it? Uh-oh. Yeah, he was ranting about, well, I guess this isn't really that's a rant. Kind of, yeah, I'm I sure. Oh, he's so bitter about him leaving. Well, that, that's it. That's your news story. There you go. No, 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 no. no, no. You didn't it gets seem a little bit more all. personal nope. than that. No, it's, I, no, no, nothing personal. Uh, Vince, it was actually pretty heartfelt. It sounded yeah. like. I don't know what you're talking about. He I'm a cold, I'm a cold-hearted businessman. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing. I have no emotions. If, can we just I'm ask like Ryback. you? Just uh oh. I'm I'm like Ryback. I'm just a stone cold killer. Yeah, like Triple H's arm. Uh, oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now listen. Uh, when Warrior used to stay in Stamford, Connecticut, he claims he didn't have to stay at any hotels. He was able to stay at your house. Uh, well, uh, that was just a friendly gesture, you know. Uh, yeah, just uh, I know he had a tough time before in his life where, uh, you know, I didn't want him have to make him uh, stay in a hotel. So I thought, uh, you can stay in that McMansion. Oh. Our, and he also claims he had a really, he doesn't mention Stephanie at all, but he said he had a very close Probably relationship with Shane. That they had a big brother, little brother relationship? Uh, uh, well, yeah, yes, that is, uh, that is true. Uh, Did they help each other with their homework? Uh, yes. Did they have Shane, bunk beds? Shane helped uh, Ultimate Warrior with his homework. Uh, Ultimate Warrior never graduated high school, so he helped him get his GED. Wow. Or as Shane used to call it, uh, good enough, dude. <laughs> and then they gave each other a thumbs up. Did yeah. they share bunk beds? Oh, who's doing a sitcom now, Mr. McMahon? Oh, you shut your mouth. Oh, all right. <laughs> Uh, he also goes on to say he remembers taking long walks on the property with you and that uh, it was very close and very intimate. Can you very, get into the, those very details? Very Downton Abbey. Well, uh, if, you'll, if you have to know, uh, these long walks were uh, competitions of who could walk the longest. Across the property? That's right. I own a lot of acres. 
So we, everything's a competition with me. So it's who could walk the longest. So we'd walk for a week and a half, two weeks at a time, to see who would tuck her out first. That warrior, he's real good. And then, uh, so to get uh, mind games, he'd hold my hand. And sometimes he'd nuzzle my neck and blow me a little kiss. So that's where it got intimate. Yeah, that's where it got intimate. Because it's a, it's a competition of who could be more intimate with each other. All right. Oh, so boy. sometimes uh, I get more intimate with him by rubbing his chest with oil. And, uh, oh, you shut your mouth. That's a competition. I like to see which one of you could be more intimate with each other. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I think I concede. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, 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 you're a quitter. Uh, yeah. You're a quitter. Right. Who'd you ever beat? Uh, besides me, no one. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Woo! All right, Vince. Well, I guess uh, it's out there now, so... Oh, you... no, is this recorded? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, damn it, no. I'll cut it. Cut the... Tr- I'll cut. Uh, uh, we're going to have back. to hang up on you. Yeah. See, ya. Thanks, Mr. McMahon. <sighs> he was not happy. No, he sure wasn't. Well, he sounded... I'm glad he... It sounded like he was pretty honest with It us. sounds less gay and more competition, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, so, actually, I think it sounds more gay in competition because it adds this added a level isn't that of how sexuality gay? and and uh, primal sexual urges to it. Isn't that how rednecks would believe you gayness started? Was it's just competition? No, nah, man. Yeah, it's yeah. just you see how hard you can take it. <laughs> see how hard you can take it. Come on, man. Kiss me. Come <laughs> on, man. Kiss me real hard. Why don't you stop being such a queer and get that coconut oil and rub my back? <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh... Are What's, you just so flustered by the competition? Brett, Brett was writing me love letters. <laughs> <laughs> McMahon plus warrior. Uh, <laughs> we got to carve that into a tree. Uh, so what's important, fans, is that you subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, go there, rate and review the show. That helps us out a lot. We've had a couple more rate and reviews, so we thank you for doing that. Uh, you go to our YouTube page. Each and every week we have a new weekly promo promoting the show where we do silly antics and we hope to have more original videos on there soon so go to uh, youtube.com backslash curtain jerks also go to our facebook page for hilarious photos of uh we're going to start a new segment on on uh facebook of things that steve sees when he watches uh wrestling this is true i we've already got a couple of really creepy things that i've spotted so far yeah there one of them we'll tell you about is on tv he spotted a, a fan who was resting his hands but uh, Lord Tensai is posing, so it looks like Lord... he's got beef curtains. Yeah, it looks like well, it looks like Lord Tensai's balls have fallen out of his trunks. And when watching wrestling, Steve notices things like this and says, "Look, look, look at that!" If look. I don't, if I don't exclaim and yell about these things, then I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night when the, with those things haunting me. And about two years ago on a live impact, you saw Matt Morgan's balls fall out of his yeah, trunks. I made oh, everybody Lord. rewind because it fucking happened. Uh, it was, Scott, did it happen? It did, but you didn't say what it was, and you made such a big deal about it, and such a small thing, like Matt Morgan just kind of tumbled to the well, ground. Well, it wasn't such a small thing, if you know what I mean. And I want you guys to be oh, surprised. Wow. I'm looking over at Steve's notes, and it says Morgan plus Sears. <laughs> well, it's a glass table, so I thought that's what you were looking at. <laughs> uh, also, go to Twitter, twitter.com backslash curtain jerks, and be sure to tweet us every week with your jerk tweets. Hashtag jerk tweets. We'll read them on the air, and we'll talk about your stuff. A disappointing number of pictures of sandwiches and backyards this week, Twitter yeah. followers. <laughs> or action figure. That's true. Yeah. Total letdown. We had some jerk tweets, but none of that stuff. Yeah, an action figure fighting a sandwich in your backyard. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and so uh, and uh, listen to us on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com as well, and check out the other shows on there as well. 
Funny Cause It's True, hosted by Kevin McGeehan, a real funny comedian living out in Hollywood, and it's a to- uh, storytelling podcast, and also the Sports 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 Podcast, featuring our own producer, uh, Phil Ranta, where he's a sports outsider, where they talk about sports each and every week. Um, so check out all those shows. And for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm breaking out. See you next week. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.